weekend you've been waiting for and baking for and waiting for. It's time for your pals, Geeksters. And welcome to episode 137, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And Ed is chuckling because I was trying to type, post something on our Facebook page as I was doing the intro. So <laughs> well, I, I, he, 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 all you see is his head down. He's typing away. And I'm like, oh, the bark's coming up. And he's like, not even looking at the microphone. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is how professional I am, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> He's multitasking. Multitasking, I'll tell you. I'm multitasking. Here's the reason why I had, I had to. I was doing that is because I looked on Facebook as uh, quarter to quarter of eleven p.m. Eastern Standard Time on May third. Uh, I posted that Star Trek's Grace Lee Whitney had died. Now, as soon as I saw her image, I was like, "Oh, I know who that is. That is, <laughs> you know, oh, Yeoman Rand yeah. from the original series." Mm. I told Ed, and it's like, who's that? And I'm like, Ed's just supposed to be the bigger Star Trek nerd than I am. And no, not really. You have more Star Trek nerd than really? I am, yes. I guess apparently, if I knew who <laughs> Yeoman Rand is. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, was she in it much? She was the in first it. episodes, she was all in the eight. movies, it's a flashback <laughs> episode as well, other series. Well, it's because I read it from the article. I wasn't like I knew it off the top of my head. She was in episode... 72 of season one. <laughs> you know, like, could not even close. <laughs> right now there's some some uber Star Trek geek that got really mad at me with that one <laughs> that knows off the top of their head what exact episode she was in. Yeah. This one, that's one, that's one, that's one, and that's one. To put it to put it the best way to describe her would be she was the blonde that came at very to a lot of the episodes at the end that he would sign, but there was a couple episodes where like when he was like uh, angry Kirk, I think he was like when he was split in two. Mm-hmm. Uh, if memory serves me right, he was the, the when he was evil Kirk. Yeah, he tried to basically he attacked her by like trying the sixties version of rape on television. Yeah, the grabbing her and kissing her, you know that kind of a thing. Uh, got all handsy with her but they kind of had like you kind of also felt too that there was like a little bit of romantic thing between the two of them anyway mm-hmm. so when it happened she was like appalled but also like oh my god I can't, you know and that kind of when they com- when he got combined I think they started that's when they started like a a, a quiet flirtation okay. I guess you guys but not really it's the 60s it was like boom, chicka, boom, boom. that's right I'm Captain Kirk zip <laughs> Shatner was probably tapping that yeah oh of course Hey, let me show you the captain's log. <laughs> Hailing all frequencies. You see what I'm saying? There? <laughs> and, and, and I'll be honest, out of all the cast members of the, you know, when you watch the show, yeah. like, as a kid, I'm a male. Yeah. I found her very attractive. Yeah, like as a kid, it was kind of like a kid crush. Like, oh my god, she is so pretty. I mean, I never was physically attracted to um, what do you call it, a horror. Right. It wasn't until I got older, you know. But mm-hmm. as a kid, I was like, oh my god, pretty blonde girl. Like, oh, she's so pretty. Yeah. Like, I wanna, I wanna hug her and kiss her. Like, as a kid, you know, what do I want? What do I know? I wasn't like, I want to do nasty, dirty things with her. Like, that's not until I became like a teenager. Like, you know, so I knew what I was doing. <laughs> You know, like if it was next generation, she'd definitely be my stable of holodeck chicks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it actually brings up a good question. 
Okay. <laughs> wow, segue. I'm going from the sad loss of life to pervert in in span of six minutes. All right, six seconds actually. You, let's say you're on Star Trek: Next Generation, yeah, and you have the holodeck, right? And you're a teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't have to be a teenager, I guess, but I'm going to say teenager because that's when most of the time your harm, harm, hormones are really in super flare. Yeah. Would you have a spank bank of women <laughs> in the holodeck, like as like your own personal file? <laughs> like, like what if, like. <laughs> I'm just picturing images in my head. Like, like, oh, like, like, <laughs> like you walk in and okay, like I walk into the holodeck yeah. and I'm dressed normally, like yeah. in my in my Starfleet outfit, and I'm like, holodeck run program Sean triple zero. Yeah, you know, and they go okay, and then it becomes like my bedroom or whatever. And out of like the holodeck doorway, it'd be someone like say like Tasha Yar. Yeah, or. Deanna Troy. Yeah. Because, you know, I've seen her around. I think she's kind of sexy. How great would it be to have sex with her kind of thing? Right. And then, you know, there is that intimate... It's holodex. Holodex sex. Yeah. Like, you know, like your whole, like, oh, you know what? This week I'm going to freak it out. I'm going to get a horror from the... You know, I saw pictures of a horror back in, you know, 400 years ago. She was kind of sexy. Yeoman ran. I'm going to get Deanna Troy. I'm going to get Tasha Yar. I'm going to watch all the make out while I sit here and spank it. Like, you know... <laughs> Like or that green chick that I saw like three decks over, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like as a teenage boy, I mean, it's got to be like a like, you don't need your own imagination. You just kind of go like run program, you know, like or you go back. Okay, like the modern day equivalent would be I'm like just, I'm just thinking of it this way. Like after you're done with it, you know, you leave. You know, and then there's like there's a problem in holodeck. You know, number two, that's what you were in, and they go in, and they're like they're they're like checking out. All of a sudden, they feel a, a drip from the, from the ceiling. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking, <laughs> you were spanking it so hard that you just shut up. I was thinking more lines even funnier if they have to run a program in the holodeck, and that they need a black light for some reason. <laughs> you just see all these black lit spooge marks across the entire room, and they think something's wrong with the program so data runs a level two diagnostic <laughs> and then you get found out that you know sean ensign sean was over here and he was having a four-way with you know deanna tasha and some... computer what is this substance it is human dna <laughs> like uh <laughs> why um i am i do not do not have you don't have security clearance for that Let's check the logs and see who's the holodeck last. Why, <laughs> Ensign Sean. Let's find out. Ensign Sean, please report to the captain's office. You know, captain's radio room. Uh, yes. Um, yes, yes. Ensign, Ensign Richmond, there's been a slight disturbance in the uh, holodeck matrix. There's some... Uh, D- Why is your DNA all over? Caught myself shaving. <laughs> um... Computer analysis shows that it's not blood; it's a uh, semen. Um, I was happy to be there, Captain. Like really happy to be there. There was twenty-two gallons of it. <laughs> really, it was, really happy. It was really, really good night, and that's why I lost ten pounds. <laughs> All semen. Like today's equivalent would be like if you had a hold, that could be like, okay, Sean. Run Sean program 007, and it would be like um, 
Ursula Andrews. Yeah. You're like, all right. Tonight's the night. I'm going to get down with a Bond girl. Or, you know, hey, I have the computer-generated version of Harley Quinn from Arkham City. You know? <laughs> like, there I am. Yeah. Like, like, they... I mean, well, she looked really good rendered in 3D. I'm yeah. just saying, like, you know, like, like take that picture and, like, oh, Mr. Art. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like Edith Bunker. <laughs> oh, Archie. <laughs> Oh, shawty. <laughs> I just said, like, I wonder, like, like, okay, like, hey, tonight's night. That's ah, Friday night. I just got back from work. I wonder what Angelina Jolie's doing right now. Yeah. You know, call up Sean, program Sean 006, you know, like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then she, she's like, oh, hi, Sean. And, I, and all different versions of her. Like, there's the hacker version of her. Yeah. There's the Tomb Raider version of her. <laughs> you know, like, there's all, there's the Maleficent version of her. They're all, like, different programs. Because uh, you know, <laughs> and it's like, and then, and then, then somebody walks, somebody's like going through your files, like you have the changeling version of Angelina Jolie. No, there's four different files. Like they're like, about to say like, <laughs> oh the changeling. <laughs> Sorry, now I get the movie. Like yeah, maybe I want the Roaring Twenties kind of Angelina Jolie. Maybe like, maybe that hair and that bum really did for me. Maybe because she's supposed to be so pure. You know? <laughs> I have the Cyborg 2 version of her. <laughs> Which was on TV, by the way. Was it? Yeah. Well, you know, go see that movie. It's horrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, would you? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, that's... <laughs> I'm saying it's unisexual. I mean, you can, like, obviously women would have their own version of the programs. Like, oh, today I feel like having Patrick Swayze or... Or, ooh, the whole gang of Magic Mike is come dancing for me. Woo! And then <laughs> next thing you know, Matthew McConaughey is like, well, why don't you join us? And then, boom, chicka, boom, all right, all right, all right. Shake that booty. <laughs> <laughs> you can lead a horse to water, but that don't make him a duck. <laughs> it's Matthew McConaughey. You go, all right, whatever. Oh, <sighs> Like tonight, I feel kinky. I'm going to have Sally from Charlie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to really up it up with Peppermint Patty. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Peppermint Patty and Marcy. Yeah, that's right. Well, I stroke my Snoopy. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Anyway, back to part two. Uh, yeah, we talk, right. we talk Suicide Squad and we talk music. Like, Ed came across this article that said, basically, most people, when they reach the age of 33, they stop listening to new music. So we kind of delve into why that might be, and that's mm. where Ed, we sit back and relax and listen to Ed, you know, talk about days of trying to be in a band. Yeah. So, yeah. So sit back, relax, and we'll see you in the end of part two. Well, we also do releases of the week, dude. Oh, that's right. We do releases of the week. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was so into my whole holograph, you know, my holograph room of... of Den of sex. <laughs> Guy, that room would stink. <laughs> I mean, I would think, I, maybe, I don't know. Like, I guess, I'm assuming. I mean, you and I have robots to clean up stuff like that. There's like a jizz mopper robot somewhere. <laughs> jizz mopper robot. <laughs> I mean, it's not like Data's got nothing to do. You know, like, yo, Data, like, walk out, Data, while you're playing Sherlock Holmes, while he might, don't step over in that corner. <laughs> I left a little something, something for you. I get that kind of head tilt, like, 
<laughs> okay, it's a John. Like it's kind of. Or you, you probably gonna look. Look, I need your help. This is what my idea is. I, I know you, you should. I know you can't relate because you you don't have those urges. But as a teenage boy, to help a brother out. I need you to come up with a program, <laughs> like a program that'll help me generate a holographic woman that feels lifelike, acts lifelike. Uh, these are my picks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like these. But I also want it to be able to be modifiable. So just in case, like maybe, I, like here's my top five. <laughs> okay, but let's say I'm kind of bored with those five. Yeah. Um, I want to be able to add people on my own, like you know. <laughs> so, so can you just make the program legible enough that I can go? This is what I want in a woman. <laughs> you realize this is the future you're talking about. And to be in Starfleet, one of the things you have to do is like basically programming is like a requirement. Really? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I I may not be I mean not I might not be specialized in hologram programming, <laughs> holodeck programming. Yeah, but I'm sure if you ask the computer, it will tell you what to do. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Damn it, I'm an idiot. See, this is the reason why I never made it out of the academy. <laughs> that's why I have 43 year old it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, I was I was a teenager as an Edson. Yeah. Like I said, as a teenage boy, if you were part of the you know. Like, like, what if you what if you decided not to go to the academy? What if you were just you know one of the kids on the ship? Because yeah. you know you gotta have something to do. Like, hey, you know, I don't <laughs> think I don't. I guess the computer probably could talk me through it. Yeah. I guess, you know, <laughs> hey, what do you look like, computer? <laughs> <laughs> you watch, you watch, like you know, especially like Jordy would he develop the program that uh, help with the engines? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean. He was like, you know, do you have files on 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 Leah Brahms? And right. they, you know, and they created her based off all the or, speeches. Or when she... Riker had the jazz, you know, the jazz yeah. club yeah. minuet. Yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah, see, I guess I could do it on my own. Yeah, you it's... just tell them what you want. And yeah. you know, all no, right. that's not sexy enough. Or okay, more pointy on the Maleficent, Angelina <laughs> Jolie. Yeah, but you know, what classic if... film. But if I give it to Data, he can get it done in like an afternoon. <laughs> like just. Give me a like you. He works so fast. Oh he works so fast. Oh my god! It would just be like you know what? Throw like a hundred women in there, and he'd be like, okay, fine, and blah, 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 blah. and then you know, and he'd be like, uh, yes. yeah, I don't think I don't think being on the starship is gonna work for you. Why? Because you'd be the laziest yeah. man. On the Everyone there is lazy. You don't have to fucking cook on that thing. It was like, yeah, you know what, replicator. Replicate me a uh, a burger, specifically not from Five Guys. <laughs> a double meat cheese yeah. mushroom with barbecue sauce. Yeah, just anything but that. I'll take that, just not from Five Guys. All we have is the Five Guy menu. Well, I guess we're not doing that, man. Give me a lasagna. <laughs> Off the map. Anyway. So yeah, so sit back, relax, listen to part two, and we'll be back at the end to kind of whisk you away to part three. And we're back. You're listening to Geeks Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio.com. Just a try Aquanet Radio and those apps. Breaking news, people, for you, those of you listening to us live, I have just posted what could be the, what is the first official look at the Suicide Squad. Yeah. all right you know what before you even get there might as well breaking news yes i mean this is from david you know from david ayers so this is legitimate yeah okay uh 
Where do you want to, where do you want to go? Uh, let's see. Where do you want to go with this? <laughs> to be honest, I don't even know where to start. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, okay. It's kind of hard. To... All right. Uh, I, I, I just, I'm expanding the, the picture so Ed can see it. I'm hoping that this will show right there. Okay. Can you see it nice and big? I'm pretty good. Yeah, can you turn it down? Turn the monitor there. a little bit. There we go. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So, front and center, I see Harley Quinn, and I'm not happy. <laughs> uh, I mean, I. I <sighs> she looks like a cheerleader. Yeah. She uh, kind of looks like. Um, oh, what's that game? Uh, cha- uh, uh, Lollipop Chainsaw. She, very good comparison, Ed. Yes. Uh, I see one side of her hair is blue. I mean, not like a saw blue, but it's yeah. definitely blue. So right away, he's already gone away from the black and red. Yes. Okay, that bothers me. Um, um, it looks like she's got tattoos on her legs, which, again, I'm not a, I'm not totally against tattoos yeah. on a character. I'm okay with it. I'm just saying that she's wearing uh, looks like a ripped T-shirt. She uh, it, okay. It definitely kind of looks like they were trying to go for the roller derby look that she currently yeah. has. Yeah. But the problem is, is that uh, she looks like someone who got. She looks like a cheerleader who just woke up on a Saturday afternoon after the big uh, pep rally. Right. Uh, okay. There's Will Smith. He doesn't look happy. Which, which one is he? I can't. He's right there. He's the only black guy in the crew. <laughs> the black guy. It's Will freaking Smith. I'm seeing it at a distance there. So Look here. Like, uh... you can move a little closer. You can, you can both share that a That looks mic. horrible. <laughs> that looks horrible. That's Deadshot? That is Deadshot. Ah. Now, this I... this franchise is in trouble. Okay, now. That's Deadshot. That's Katana. I'm thinking, is that Katana? Oh, no. Really? I don't I think that's Katana. Oh, don't that, tell but, me that's Katana. That's her from out of the comic book. Yeah. That's, I mean, at least the mask and, yeah, it kind of looks yeah. like her out of the comic book. I mean, there is, what's his face is Killer Croc, who. Ooh. I, okay, now, who's the guy next to him? The guy with the. Is sc- that Rick Flag? Is that Rick Flag? I, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. Because the other side looks like Captain Boomerang. That's Captain Boomerang. Yeah. yeah. That's, I don't know who. Oh, let's see. We can get, uh, let's see if we can get like a. Name uh, cast here. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so we're not, like starting a clockwise. All right. <laughs> um, Jesus. Yeah, I don't. So far, I, don't show me this again. Don't show me this again. I don't see any comments. Uh, this is gonna. All right. This is gonna suck. <laughs> um, oh. Okay. Let's see if this one helps. <laughs> All right, first look at Clara Devine's Enchantress. Okay, that's uh, okay. Okay, <laughs> you know Enchantress. I'm not. You know, it's like oh whatever. I'm not. You know, it wasn't one a character, and I'm like, oh my god, that's Enchantress. I can't wait. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, Suicide Squad feature. Jared Leto, Viola Davis, Joel Kingman as Rick Flag. Uh. Yeah, I gotta be honest. I don't know. I'm trying to find out who this guy is. This guy on the very end. He's got like looks like a, a, a Letterman jacket on. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. He looks like fucking an undead jock from from high school. Yeah, 
Um, that's Killer Croc, yeah. who looks like a boxer. Which you know what? If you're going to do, it's it's hard to do Croc. I mean, that is about as close as you. Honestly, it looks a little like the thing. It does, like a gray thing. Yeah. There's Will Smith as Deadshot. Oh. Uh, again, he looks he looks kind of from this distance. I don't know. I don't. It probably looks better up up close. But he looks like a two eyed two eyed uh, Nick Fury. Is he bald? Oh uh, yeah, he's bald. Yeah. Does he got the? He's, does he got the? Uh... Are you saying all black men look alike? <laughs> no. Um. His his whole his whole outfit. Does Does he have a beard and mustache? He's got the goatee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, you know, it's the Will the Will Smith goatee look. The Will Smith goatee look. Um. And then he had a Will Smith goatee look. Who's that to the left of Harley? You think his? Yeah, that's right. That looks like Flag. Okay, that could that, be Flag. Yeah. Okay. Um, Katana, Enchantress, Boomerang, and I don't know who that one is. <laughs> All right, let's see. We got um. Here's here's the cast. So maybe you can pick them out as we go along. Obviously, the director Will Smith is Floyd Lawton, Deadshot. We right. got that. Jared Leto is a Joker. He's not in there. Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Zell yeah. Harley Quinn. Oh. Yeah, Viola Davis is Amanda Waller. She's not in that picture. Joel Kin- uh, Kinnaman is Rick Flag. Jai Courtney as George Digger Harkness, Captain slash Captain Boomerang. So unless that's unless that's what they do with Captain Boomerang, because that's not Jai. That's not Jai. Yeah. Um, Courtney, uh, Clara Devine as June Moon, Moon the Enchantress. Ike Bernertzold as Doctor Strange. Uh, I don't know. Really? If, yeah. I don't know if he's in that picture, though. I don't think so. Um, <clears throat> oh, Hugo Strange. Yeah, Hugo Strange. I'm sorry. Okay. Jim Patrick is Johnny Frost uh, slash pseudo Joker. I don't know who That's that not is. That's in that picture. Um, Adwali you? Uh, uh, he's Killer Croc. We know what he looks like. Yeah. Jay Hernandez as El Diablo. Oh, that could be uh, the guy in the end could be El, El Diablo. Diablo. Yeah. Um, Raymond, oh, he might be, Raymond Obalawa is a King Shark. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know. Oh, this is tough. This is tough. All right, you know what? Let's, let's have a little fun here. Um, I, holy mackerel. All right. Um, let's, let's, you know what? Let's, let's put it to the audience. Well, I, yeah, what audience? Not like they're going to call in. No, I'm not uh, going to call in, but if you can name, because it's on our page, right? You yeah, I posted it. Page. If you can name all the characters on that picture, we'll mention you on the show. Okay, here you go. Um, this is on uh, comicbookmovie.com. This mm. is on their Facebook page. I'm going to read some of the comments. Okay. First one, Deadshot needs a mask to cover up that loser's face who's playing him. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's a loser. Are you actually, are you seriously calling Will Smith a loser? LOL, really, guy. Look in the mirror. You should have. You should have. You could have this politely. Uh, they had to squeeze in someone with some star power just so people don't read comics will see this movie. <laughs> um, now someone posted, excited for this movie even more. I'm hoping Deadshot gets a mask, though. Next person on him looks rubbish. <laughs> Someone's like, you really shouldn't assume. As rubbish as the family comedy Avengers. Ooh. Ooh. Assume what? The characters look rubbish. I'm not talking about the movie itself. Um, and not as rubbish as Green Lantern. Uh, let's see. 
Harley, Katana, Boomerang, Killer Croc look perfect. Wow. Hey, so it is Katana, by the way. Okay. Um, so I would have rather seen a Hulk-sized Killer Croc like Arkham Asylum. So someone just, this sucks. You suck. They all look great. Go troll somewhere else. They all look like their comic book counterparts were very similar. Jesus loves everyone, even dicks like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, here you go, laugh my ass off. They look like a bunch of people dressing up for the first time going to an 80s Halloween party. Uh, Margot Robbie Har- as Harley Wynn still gets me excited as a little girl. Uh, so on post, where's the Joker? Is he, He's not part of the squad himself. He's only part of the film. Uh, Harley Quinn and Joker are the only ones that truly matter. So on, why does DC have to try and look so damn dark? Because the Suicide Squad is a dark proper is, is a dark property. Don't be a pussy. Mate, it's a film about a group of villains. Um, I'm think I'm more excited for this than BVC, B, Batman vs Superman. Someone wrote, "Am I being punked right now?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, someone, <laughs> someone, uh, well. I think I think that statement really sums it up. I really do. I I, I mean, first you have the backlash of the Joker thing. Here's someone put it. Well, hopes went from ooh interesting to wow. This looks like Killer Croc and Harley Quinn snuck on the set of GI Joe. Oh, let's hope the story is good because the costumes look slow, so bland and stereotypical. Like I'm watching Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare, the movie. Oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry, wow. sorry, not feeling it. Why the hell does Deadshot got two eyes? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, well, I guess this, this is confirmation that Katana is going to die an arrow, seeing as WB won't let more than one version of almost Ooh. any character exist at once. Wow. <laughs> Inadvertent possible spoiler. <laughs> Uh, looks like a bunch of cosplayers. Looks like an A an A rated uh, A C rated movie. All right. Looks like TV budget rather than blockbuster budget. Wow. How generic and bland and boring looking. Oh my god, it's a Fantastic Four bad. Oh. <laughs> I like that. I like that one. <laughs> Is this a CW show? Half of them look homeless. <laughs> God, they look bad. Just bad. Um, someone says, I need a big poster of Harley Quinn in my room. Uh, very excited to see this interpretation. El, B- El Diablo, Rick Flagg, and Slipknot are dead. Wow. Disappointed of disappointed of Harley. Uh, someone just put, ouch. <laughs> and someone, okay, the person who put disappointed in Harley, so this guy wrote, why? She looks exact, she looks just like she does in the comics. And on the Arkham games, LOL. I'm like, uh, I'm really hoping that's sarcasm. Like, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, here's someone. She looks decent, but be honest, we've seen better cosplay ever. Wow. Uh, let's see. This looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> I dig everything except the blue in Harley's hair. Why blue? Red is fine. Red and black. Maybe even red and blonde. But why blue? Has no coloration at all. Um, what the fuck, Harley Quinn, what happened to this fucking director movie to change the original concept to a bad, bad, bad concept? <laughs> well, I had high hopes 
for this. Not so much now, but I'll wait for the trailer at least. People really shouldn't judge the film until it's actually released and you haven't seen it. Uh, let's see. I'm here for the salt that people are about to digest. <laughs> I'm really mixed feelings on this. Harley with tattoos on her legs. What the fuck? Not cool and no black and red colors. Deadshot without his eye mask missing. I'm nervous about this one. Someone just looks like a bunch of amateur cosplayers. This looks like some fucked up Wizard World cosplay. <laughs> Someone just put, that's not Harley. Uh, let's see. Katana looks good. Croc's makeup isn't bad either, but all the others are kind of a mix of gener- generic mercenary and lame cosplayer. Someone just put, awesome. <laughs> uh, let's see. Even more? I mean, this scroll, you scrolling down. I mean, there's a lot of we, comments. Yeah, but most of it's like Suicide Squad. What do you think? Just kind of nothing really in the way of like, hey, comments. Now it's more like people tagging other people to kind of go, oh my god, look at this. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Someone just wrote, I really want this to be this to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, so there you go. I mean, how there, do you feel about it? Uh, I told you. Um, uh, I'm like, all right. I, I mean, I'm trying not to look at the picture. I gotta, I'm gonna have to look away. Look away, look, Sean. Look, look away, away. Look away. Run away. Okay, it it is gonna have to be something you gotta see on film. Like, I'm not gonna be like, I don't like the look of Harley. I would have rather have them gone with me. I would have been okay, honestly. I'm not even a fan of her original costume. Mm. I would have been okay with that. Now, I did hear that she's going to have multiple costumes in the movie. Yeah. So maybe when she's arrested, she looks like that. Yeah. And that when they get ready for gear up, she'll put more. I'm put it this way. I would like her to have more clothes. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm, I'm totally against her body or her look. I I would like to have seen the... the I would have liked to have seen more Arkham City than lollipop chainsaw yeah you know like i'm okay you know what booty shirt's fine obviously she's gonna have tattoos because that's the thing that's what some production designer was like oh what are kids into like i look we said about joker yeah now we found out later that they boy backpedal 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 i'm sure you got a couple articles in, in the news about that yeah you know it looked like someone just went whoa we got a lot of negative feedback and even the artist of the current run of um, Frank Capullo, I think, he was like, oh, we were being trolled. Like, it was it was something the Joker would have done, like, just to troll people. And I think everyone's just like, we need damage control because a lot of people hated that look. Yeah. Just, I, I it was shocking how quickly they backpedaled. Did you, did you think that that was going to be the look? And they said, oh, because it's, they, they, because they announced it, it was the 75th anniversary of Joker. And it was just something like a, a fun thing to do. Um, I think that they were hoping for people would be okay with that look for the Joker because it's new and it's fresh and it's cool and it's hip. Yeah. And then when the when the nerd community went, fuck you, DC, now we're not seeing this movie, they went, we were just kidding. Yeah. Like, I do think it was it, a little bit of that. Like a mix. They could have said, as a promotional thing with the, the faces, because this is a mask of this, this is an homage to the 75 years. I, like I said, I was okay with the tattoos, with the exception of the damage done on the forehead. Get rid of that, throw clothes on them, you wouldn't even know. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't matter. I didn't have problems with the tattoos at all. I mean, with him having tattoos, but not those tattoos. Okay. I, tattoos. I was against the damage across his forehead. I, the ha-ha-ha thing bothered me, though. Really? Was that was the one that really got you? Yeah. 
The damage did bother me. That was like the first one because it's like you're gonna see that like every time he's every time he's on camera. You're gonna see that damage, and you just want to punch him in the face. Yeah, like, like I don't think there would be like an hour and a half movie of yeah. Joker, you know, there. I would just beat the crap out of him and and shank yeah. him. Yeah, yeah like, I'd shank there him. You go, there you yeah, go. Now you're really fucking damaged. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna shiv in your liver. Hey, what? <laughs> um, I don't know. Like again, it's everybody else. I didn't care about the Killer Croc. I wasn't expecting much because right. you're not gonna have a a like I kind of expected. You're not a Game of Thrones fan, mm-hmm. but there's a little girl that has that kind of like snake-like scales on her face that most children die from, mm-hmm. but half her face is scaly. So I was like, eh, you know what, going in, they probably were going to do something like that. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really, I wasn't, my expectations for this movie isn't up there, to be honest. Never has been. To me, it's like, a, oh, okay, they're making a Suicide Squad movie. Sounds like they just want to beat somebody to a Sinister Six, Sinister Six movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see how this movie is going to play in the grand scheme of DC movies. No. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't either. I, I, I think it's just a one-off. I, like, I, you know, think, like, too, I think so, too. It's but... like we're just going to show off like as many things as we can. You know, We're going to do the Batman v Superman. We're going to do a Wonder Woman. We're going to do a Green Lantern. We're going to do a... Uh, we're going to throw everything at you, and whatever gets done first, we're just going to put out. Right. Like, there is no plan, except this is the plan. Yeah. The plan is there is no plan. Yes. Yeah, it's like... Uh, uh, I mean, Captain Boomerang, I mean... Wearing a trench coat with boomerangs attached to it. That's all. That's yeah. Again, not... low expectations. Deadshot. Again, he's a guy who f- spends most of his time. You know, it's not Deathstroke. It's Deadshot. If that was Deathstroke, I'd be pretty pissed off. Yeah. Because I mean, I've seen a good representation of Deathstroke in Arrow. Um, yeah. Deadshot. I like the character. I like the eyepiece. You know, obviously in the show he didn't have. He had both eyes. It was just an eyepiece that he wore to mm. help with the tracking. And th- I'm like. So I'm okay with Will Smith having two eyes. I, I've seen it. In, in the comic book, he does, too. I mean, I kind of hope he gets, like, the mask. Like, the he, he puts the mask on, and it's one red eye, and then, you know, like, a mix. Kind of gives a menacing look to it. Yeah, you know, give it a... That's yeah. the thing you want, you know? Right, you want your villain... You know villain... what's Will Smith to show up to shoot you? you know, look at this way. You want the red eye. You want your villains to look villainous. Yes. Not like on the set of a... Um, thr- Fresh, 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 I was going to say thriller video. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because all of them, I was going to... Like, okay, I can see most of them, like Harley, Killer Croc, whoever, if that's El Diablo, whoever, and Enchantress... Being in the Oingo Boingo, Oingo Boingo, it's a dead man's party music video. Wow. All right. Wow. Um, I can see Katana showing up in like a old 70s style Hong Kong flick, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. That yeah, look, I can see that. That look I can see. I, or, uh, um, oh, shit. <laughs> I've seen that like a million times already. Uh, the uh, fuck. Some Japanese flick, <laughs> some like uh, Crash Attack uh, or Hidden Dragon. Yeah, yeah. No, there was there was the the one that with uh, oh god Lucy Liu and uh, oh um, Man with the Iron Fist. Yes, yeah, with Riza. Yes, uh, yeah, I can see uh, that character being there too. Yeah, but all the other guys, they all look like your generic. Like someone said, it was Call of Duty types. It's like, hey, even Will Smith, like he looks like your generic gun toting guy. He doesn't look villainous. I, I don't. These guys came walking into my place going, we're going to rob the place. I'd be like, all right, you have guns. I buy that. But yeah. you, you have boomerangs. Yeah, all right. You know what? If you're willing to rob a bank with a boomerang, you've got to be at least have somewhat talented. Right. But I do not particularly see them being a villainous group. I, I, I got to wait for a trailer. My gut right now tells me I don't like Harley. 
Don't like it. All right. Don't like it. No, sir. I don't like it. <laughs> so, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there because uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and like us and put your own comments down there. You know, have some fun because it's not like we produce the movie. We don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, slam it, rave it, troll it. Doesn't matter. matter. No. As long as maybe, who knows, maybe your comment will be read on air as a, as a laugh comment. Because <laughs> it was chuckling over a couple. Yeah. Some, some of them are pretty good. I mean, we, it's going, we need to contact people, see if we can get them on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's try to get back to a normal, well, I mean, it's a little noise. Uh, life, the universe, and whatever would add. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, you did bring an article on Facebook that I was like, yeah, it looks kind of interesting. Yeah. You want to tell well, us what that article was? Well, it was, it was, I want to tell you, though, it was a joke at first because when I read it, I was like, how old is Erica? Well, yeah, know? but I don't understand what the joke was. So the joke was because a new study shows that people stopped listening to new music <laughs> at age 33. Okay. Well, now you and I are already over 33, right. but and, I don't understand why you were pointing well, out. Well, Erica's in their 30s. Okay. So I was like, is she over 33? Because a lot of her stories that she tells is about music. Oh, okay. You know? Of course, though, it's the same kind of groups, though, so I'm thinking maybe she's... Well, what's the article say about this little study? Well, okay, let's uh, think. They're saying that at age 33, is, on average, is the fact is you stop looking for new music. So new like bands, new groups, you know, new styles of music you stop listening to at that age because you're set in your ways in terms of, you know, what kind of music you listen to, you know, uh, you know so if you're a... Metallica fan, like we kind of talked about earlier, you know, we listen when the new Metallica album comes out. We'll listen to oh, it. Okay, like I put it in the car was at thirty over thirty three. You you buy music of old, new music from old bands, but not new music from new bands. Exactly, that's exactly it. And they, they did the study. Uh, it's based off of um, Spotify and another thing here, Echo's Nest. Okay. They took the playlist from there on the average, took, found out the ages of each one, figured out what they were listening to, what they were, you know, in the in the course of it, what what if they were looking for new music. Uh, a lot of the kids, young kids, teenagers, what they'll do is they'll to go to indie indie music. They'll find bands. They'll make playlists for each other. Like they'll share okay. a playlist. Like there's right. all these cool bands that I found. Right. Check them which, out. Which I would say harkens back to the old day when I was a teenager and we would record songs off of college radio. Yeah. Like there was a couple of radio stations in my area that were fed from the college, like the college campuses Mm -hmm. where that's where I got like, you know, like that's where I heard joy division for the first time. That's where I heard like old, old, old Bowie, where I heard the cure, where I heard old U2 in excess. Like some of the bands were going, well, those guys are pretty famous. They weren't for quite like yeah. U two was kind of an like an underground band for right. quite a number of years. Yes, it know? was. I mean, like I said, I mean, you a lot of people didn't know who U two was in high school when I was listening to U two, right? And they're like, "What's this band?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's this great Irish band." He listened to them, you know, and they. I mean, it's like, oh, it's got a message, you know, and that's kind of. Right. Like, I think that's really kind of to me when U two came out. It was one of those like. You were wearing your Doc Martens. You started wearing the plaid before grunge came in right. the scene. People well, were kind of like that kind of type of person. I was more into um, Joy. Like trying to tell people who what who Joy Division was, or and how they turned into New Order, and listening to an in excess, like before you know before their big breakout hits, and you're just kind of like people look at you like I don't know why you're listening to this music. Because Bon Jovi's on. 
Like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, I, don't get me wrong. I liked Bon Jovi as a kid too, but when you're a teenager and you're looking for your own, your own sound and your yeah. own, when you're looking for your own identity, you can get one of two choices. You can either go completely underground radio at the time mm-hmm. or typical mainstream. And that helped, I think helped, helped, ooh, helped, ooh, happened a lot growing up. Like people who were new Metallica, like I didn't know. Like Metallica was a is a prime example of an underground band that everyone knew, and it wasn't until because they got they got very little. It wasn't until their um, one song, which I think is like two or three albums past their prime, like past really. I think I thought one was like well, Ap- it's Apotec- No, that, that was, was, you're thinking Guns and Roses. Roses now. Yeah. No, I'm thinking Metallica with the you know with one. Yeah, though you know they had the music video, which a long black and white video. Yeah. That because of thanks to MTV, I think that helped put them on the map. But they had a couple albums out, I think, before that that everyone was talking about, like Masters of Puppets. Yeah, how great those albums were, and that were more like I was like I never heard of them. Like it's great you like you like them. Yeah, I mean I was them. listening to them before one came out. Right, Metallica. You know, and it was like you say that's that was the thing. Like you listened to it because it was so different and it was so unique back then in the day. And I mean, like I'm sure there's there's groups out there like now. But I'm past that age. Like, I, I just, I can't be that young guy <laughs> going to concerts, you know, spending two or three in the morning, you know, woo, let's rock on! <laughs> well, yeah! You know, and it's like some, you know, you know, sound, and you're like, you know, and I, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I used to be in a band, you know, back in the... You know, <laughs> I used to be in I a band. I used to be somebody 20 years ago. Right. You know, playing music, and it was like, it was one of those things that... You know, you really didn't listen to mainstream because you didn't want to be influenced. You right, know, like right. You, you wanted to do your own thing, and like, like a lot of times you would listen to indie albums because they were they were the ones like they're the ones that are going to be picked up next. Right. Like, those those were not the sounds of today. You were hoping they were the sounds of tomorrow. Yeah. So you want to be ahead of, you want to be with the trend, not following. Exactly. Because if you're if you're doing if you're in a band now and you're doing what. Bands are doing out there now in the label. You're five years too late. That's how right. I always say. You know, like you're 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 late. You're late to the party. Right. For either give up or try something else, or you know, try. You a need new something way. new and different, and, right? And something that's going, you know. So so continue on with that. So they're saying that teenagers are mostly going with the underground and then doing the playlist, which I said harkens back to you recording a song off of of college radio, yes, exactly. And then yeah. going, oh my god, you got to listen to this band. Boom. Right, like the underground stuff. Right, and that's exactly the way you the way you described it was was how they they thing they said the that the, that's what used to be used to record off of FM radio. Oh, look at me! You know, and and, <laughs> and and share your music that way. You know, on on secondary radio stations. Um, but the 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 um, let me see here. Da, 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 da. Uh, you know, the study claims that parents stopped listening to new music. This is another factor. It's like two factors involved. Uh, you know, one is that uh. uh well, teenagers make their own playlist. Playlist, playlist, and like parents at a point, if they're a young parent, they'll stop listening to indie music because they have a family now, so they're listening to more like nursery rhymes and kids songs, or listening to you know Sesame Street and okay, and so on. So them they get lost, so they're like kind of the exception to the rule of early teens, like you know, okay, losing so, their so music. basically, it sounds like the article is saying like at thirty three years. Different things are going on in your life mm-hmm. where you're not paying attention to what the hottest band is. Right. Um, 
I also think, I mean, I kind of agree because I'm thinking back, like I'm going, okay, you know what? I'm going to, my birthday's next week. I'll be in my 40s, um, mid-40s, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to think back when I was 33. I'm going, how much was I listening to radio? I think I was listening to more, um, you know, I was listening to more satellite radio. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely, I had more of, a, of an introduction to newer bands of the same genre of music that I like. Yeah. No, I said I was still listening to, I, I can you know consider punk. You know, I was right. listening to Green Day before Green Day really was a commercial success. Right. You know, because somebody said, you know, here, here try listen to this song, and I was like, holy crap, like this shit's good. I, like I like this, but I was a punk guy, so I always liked. Punk well, yeah, I mean, I was music. a sex. Um, we call it Sex Pistols kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Ultravox, and they weren't really punk rock, but I mean, that you know, here's the problem: when you get older, you got less shit to be angry about. Yeah. That's kind of how I always kind of feel like, but when, when like, especially with hard rock music, and I know I'm dead skating on thin ice because I know we're a hard rock station, but I find it hard to appreciate heavy metal music because I'm not angry anymore. I mean, I'm angry about other things, mm-hmm. but I'm also not angry at the world. I'm angry about things. I'm not, I'm not going, you know what? Fuck the society. Fuck, you know, this blah, blah. Like, like, okay. One of my favorite Marilyn Manson. When he first came on the scene, he was a very angry, angry man. And he had a lot to say about the world he lived in. The problem is, and this is the same with Metallica, like you have this fire in your ass. It's hard to be angry when you're a multi-million dollar heir, multi-millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what does, what does Metallica have to be about angry about nowadays? Like, oh, I can't park my Bentley in the garage because I have five other Bentleys. Yeah. You know, like your edge you seem to lose your edge a little bit now you sure you can be mad about the way that people are treating each other in the world and stuff like that but a lot of good band music came from personal angst right that's why nirvana took off because you know nirvana you know um pearl jam mm-hmm. like the, the the grunge songs like when we were kids it was motley Crue, it was metallica yeah you know but you also had that duality of like, oh my god, the world sucks. Let's fight against it. You know, NWA was coming on. Yeah, I know it's rap, but it's still that angry, a reflection on society that we live in mm. at that time. But then there was also bands like Bon Jovi who was like, you know what, life is good. Let's have a good time. Right. You know, like Poison's another example. You know, of a band that was just like, this is about sex, drugs, and rock and roll and having a good time. Yeah. You know, so they sung about that, and you know, there wasn't a lot of like you felt connected to that music, how you you were at that time. Yeah. But as you get older, you go, oh my god, you know what? I can't hang out. Like you said, I can't hang out till three o'clock in the morning. I'm fucking tired. I gotta get a job to get to. I gotta right. wake up at eight o'clock. I life is what happens while you're busy making other plans. Well, I'd say when we were when we were working at the label company, you know, like the two of us. That's how we yes. first met. And uh, you know, I would be have to be there at seven in the morning, and I would be you know at a show till three in the morning. Right. Then you know, go home. You know, put all your you know equipment away, da da da, and then I have to pick up people. It was like six a.m., so I'm like a three hour, like a two hour window of sleep, and that was it. And, you know, and that was like, and then you you know, and then of course that night, I'm back out on the right. on the road. But and the thing is, that is a young man's game. That's a young man's game, and I, and I couldn't handle even as a young man. But the thing, but the thing after, you're a wuss. But the thing is, as I as I got older, I would listen to other bands because you would you know you would sit there. You know, be three bands, and you would sit there and support your, you know, your yeah, you independent music, music yeah, or local music, music, that right. kind of thing. And I would be almost kind of, I don't want to say a snob, but I would be a critic because you listen to the sound, you go, okay, 
this is what they're going to do. Like you could hear when they start playing the music, like how it's going to work because in music, there's only so many ways you can create a song. Right. You right. Know? And that's, and everybody's looking for that new innovative way of creating something, you know, it's, right. it's just being that creative. Everyone wants to reinvent the wheel of thinking is going to propel them into, you know, superstardom. Exactly. When everything that's been done has been done before. Exactly. And that, and that's the, and that's when you, when you start to get older, that's when you start to realize. And it was about my thirties when I start realizing I'm just writing the same thing over and over again. You know, I'm, I might be changing chords, you know, to give a different sound or I might be trying to do like something, but it, it relates to something. And that, and that was the thing when you would sit there and you play the song, the, you know, your band, you go, you play it and you go, what do you think? And they go, Oh, it sounds like Soundgarden or it sounds like, you know, right. Metallica or it sounds like, you know, poison. You're like, fuck, like, I guess I, I lost it. You know, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's lo- losing it. I don't know. But like, see, here's the thing is, those bands that you be compared to, you go, but I don't want to sound like them. I want to sound like us, but I also want to sound like somebody that is ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure. You know what? We can use our influences from Metallica or from, you know, Kiss or from whatever band right. you grew up on. Even if it was fucking, you know, MC Hammer. Right. You know, like whatever you, your influence were as a kid, you want to, you want to use them as an influence to create your own individual sound. You don't really want somebody to go. You kind of sound like these guys, yeah. Because I can understand that insulting manner, but like, for, well, it's not really insulting. It's just one of those type of things where you, you where you you sit there. You know what I mean, like slightly deflating. It is deflating. It's what it is exactly because you you sit there and you're writing a song and you there's days you just sit there and you're just sitting there and just like thinking and thinking and thinking and you can come up lyrics. Like I, I could write a lyric, you know, I could write like a whole like three part lyric with a chorus and da da da, you know, and right. do a standard set, you know. And then, and then, okay, I gotta come up with music to come with the, that. Well, this is these lyrics are a little bit like on a downside, so I want to come out with a like a down, you know, sound. Right. And then it's like, well, that's been done a hundred times. So you know what? I'm gonna do a happy, like you know, thing. And right. then you're like, well, you sound like Lisa Loeb, and you're like, <laughs> fuck you, you know. <laughs> I don't even listen wanna, to Lisa Loeb. I want to do the happy heavy metal song. You know, I and know. it's like, and it's like, and then you you hear a song from them, and you're like. Son of a bitch. Like, I've never listened to this person before in my life, but exactly copied what they did because you, right. you start thinking. And I'm like, I guess I'm thinking the same level as them that right. you know, you're, you're creating this music. So you get to that age where you're just like, I wish I was 10 fucking years younger, you know, where it was just like where it didn't matter. You know, right. it's just like if I would just had that angry rage again where I'm saying, like, fuck you, you know, fuck society. Right. You know? Like, that's the problem, I think, with a lot of music like. We also live in the world where I don't know what it's like around the world. I know from Philadelphia, there's not a lot of hard rock radio stations. And I'm going to use hard rock because that's the kind of music I listen to. And not just because of the station that we're on. Yeah. Just in general, like I listen to hard rock. So I tend to gravitate towards older hard rock. It's very hard for me to find a new hard rock band Mm. or a hard rock band that I can either A, understand or B, just kind of go, really? What are you fucking angry about? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like when I was that age, it'd be more easily to associate with. Like Man- like Manson. I could associate with him when I was in my 20s yeah. because I probably had the same kind of anger as him when I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. You know, just like that fuck society. I hate everything. But even his music has gotten a little bit more softer. People go, well, he lost his edge. I'm like, yeah, like, I'm going to give you millions of dollars. What do you have to be angry about now? Like right. you're gonna have, you can still be creative, but instead of being bitchy about like I fucking hate you, I fucking hate this. It's we should hate this, we should hate that, or it's now become more of a reflection of what he's seen through the eyes of having full pockets. Yeah, 
you know, and that's what I think like a lot of people say when Metallica, oh, Metallica sold out. I don't know if they sold, like, it's it's a double-edged sword. Like, like I think, I hear, no, see, that's the thing. I, I think Metallica never sold out. I think when Metallica sold, they sold the writing on the wall is what it is. Well, I, I mean, I do because kinda... the '80s and '90s were all mainstream. Like, like you, there was metal everywhere, and I mean, like they topped the charts. Right, they, they were there. Yeah, and it's it's it, there's a point where you go, there's going to be an end to this. Like, you yeah. know, there's going to be hard rockers. Like, I've watched documentaries now. Like, they they talk about hard rock and heavy metal and how it is, and especially in Europe and, and a lot of the countries. And it's basically the same people going to the shows. Like, it's those same guys from like 20 years ago. That were you know thirty years ago that were around that are still going to these shows yeah maybe their kids are now going with them or their you know or or younger friends that you know got into the music because you know they were influenced by it but the thing is is that it's not there's no like new audience for it it's it's like it's a slow build of a new audience right so Metallica goes we can't be angry anymore because we're millionaires. So, well, I, and I was, we still want to make money. Well, here's another problem I always found out. I, I thought kind of, as a fan, you fucking sell out your own. Mm. Like, that's how I kind of feel like, like, I was a fan, I'll use Inexcess, because I don't, Inexcess, I don't like to use Metallica, because that's, that's too easy of a, of a shot. Shot, right. Okay, Inexcess was an underground band that I really, really liked. I would tell everybody that I liked them, you know, and then have them listen to their music. And then people going, oh my God, they are good. You know, I need to buy that album. And then what happens, they tell two friends, and so blah, blah, blah. Oh, right. And all of a sudden, maybe they start getting more radio play to when they become successful. And then I'm like, well, fuckers sold out. Like, because I think at one point, you wanted to be the smart guy in the group and go, dude, man, this music's fucking awesome. Here, mm-hmm. listen to it. You want to you wanna educate. You feel like you feel proud of this band, and you go, here, listen to this. But then when all of a sudden everybody starts listening, there's some sort of res- like some inner resentment that people feel because they're going, well, I used to think I used to think I was special because I found these. Now everyone's listened to them, so they must have sold out. Yeah, like no, that that their music is special to everybody, and that it's touching them probably on the same level that they touched you. They're just now getting getting bigger airplay out of it than. Mm. Than just you handing them a, a blank disc that you you know dual disc recorded off of it. Yeah, you know, and I think that that that's what happened Metallica. I think a lot of people they got big because their well, fan base was big, and someone went, you know what, let's put these guys on the air. I'll, I'll give you another example of a band that I listened to. You know, I haven't actually listened to them in a long time, but because you're still, not in your thirties anymore. That's right. <laughs> um, and they're not really around too much. They do they do reunion shows. Hollow notes. <laughs> Air supply. <laughs> oingo boingo. No, uh, hey, I like oingo boingo. I'm glad to go see it. Now it's a band you you might have not heard. Or I if if you did, you you know it's it's probably. I don't know. Hit me with it. Thing is uh, the Dead Milkmen. I know who the Dead Milkmen are. Uh, yeah, they're was... they're a local Philly band. I've had a couple of notches in uh, CDs from them. Yeah, yeah. Black Flag too is another one. Yeah, I mean right. they're just they're the it's it's mediocre success that they had that they've. They've they've risen. They had a video on MTV back in the late eighties, yep. you know. And they, you know, back then, of course, though, if you made it on MTV, you thought that was it. But I mean, like towards when they were on the video scene, I think it was that's when videos started dying out. Reality right, shows right. started coming in, and so on. But that was the thing. Like it's striking while the iron's hot. Exactly, you know. But if you go to the, one of their shows, it's packed. Like yeah, like it's sold out. Like no matter what they do, they. There, there are fans that are going there. Now, granted, like I said, I was 18 
Right. But I, you know, my first concert going to them, you know, it was yeah. like, you know, going to Trocadero and getting my getting beat up was great. Right. You know, it, it was, was great. Blood. It was great. It'd get my ass handed to me. Uh, but I was like, you know, well, I walked out with a bloody T-shirt and now the blood was mine. You know, it was like, <laughs> right. was, yeah, it's one of those things. things, those things. You know, you're just young, angry kid. You know, that was whatever. But the thing is, is that like now they they, they didn't make it They're They didn't sell out. They didn't, right. you know, they, they had albums. They sold them out in, you know, record stores and stuff like that. But they never, never made success. Maybe because they weren't that good. I don't know. But I enjoyed their music. You know, I, I right, appreciated right. it. I was an angry young man. It was one of those albums that you listen to and you go, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, right on, you know. Yeah, but I also think, too, like, here's the – I also think another problem is is that being in my 40s, I can't relate – it's hard to relate to music of today because who are the idols that people are looking up to today? Justin Bieber, Nicki Minaj. I mean – I, I would throw Britney Spears out there, but that's also 15 years too late for her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, One Direction. I mean, you you have more pop idols than you do rock stars. Yeah. You have more people who, I, I would say that very out of the, like, okay, maybe Katy Perry might last five more years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, you very rarely do you have a Stones or a Kiss or Motley Crue, or even Bon Jovi, for that matter. And, and like, I think, and it's also too, it's just not not only groups, <clears throat> but talk, think about this too. When's the last time you've heard of a great guitar player like Steve Vai, Stevie Ray right. Vaughan? I mean, you the, know those great guitar players that were around. That you know, uh, um, uh, Eric Clapton, you right? Know, d- d- Jimi Hendrix, like like you could talk about them, and 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 you listen, listen, listen to them play guitar. They're 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 right. They're not just playing. They're embodying They're moving you in some way. Right. Like, I would say, okay, maybe Foo Fighters maybe have something like that, like that longevity. But it seems, I gotta be honest, it seems like sometimes Dave Grohl is the only one out there trying to lead the charge of getting hard rock back onto the radio. Yeah. Like, because he's the one putting shows out there going, hey, remember these guys? These guys used to rock. This is where I got it from. If you want to, like, stop going for this cookie-cutter shiny shit that's American Idol or The Voice. You want to be in a band? Pick up a fucking guitar. Learn how to play. Learn how to play as you go like we did in Nirvana. Like, be a band. Don't be a... Don't be a spokesperson. Be a band. Like, um, this past Grammys that were... Ha- that were um, Beck won and Kanye West was bitching that Beyonce should have won. That, yeah. Yeah. Beyonce had, like, 26 different writers on her album for different producers Beck had himself. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's talent. That's a gift. You know, you can get a bunch of people in a room. I think Baby, 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 Justin Bieber's song was written by like six people. <laughs> and the song, really? And the sing, look, I, you know, I, I'm not going to I can't go the internet, heard, thank like, God. He's got like a team of writers. He doesn't write those songs. Someone goes, I wrote a song here, sing this. He's not a, he's a singer, he's not a musician. I, I mean, I only I could only listen to a part of it, but all I heard, baby, all... baby, baby, oh. and that's it. That's... Six people wrote that. That's <laughs> like somebody went, baby, baby, like they're just that's why I say baby. and then somebody goes, oh, and I was like, that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm. that's kind of like today's. There's no Prince. There's no Prince out there. Yeah, I mean, I whether you like Prince or not, you I have respect to, him. I respect you. Have artist. to give him as an artist. That man has and, redefined himself many times over, and that's the thing. Like, like, there's a lot of Prince music I love, 
yeah. you know, there's certain things I don't love about Prince. <clears throat> But that's just here's you know the, the time periods of my life you know right. like you know because I didn't like the whole Batman thing but that's another story you know <laughs> Batman oh, sorry yeah. <laughs> but you know what fucking Purple Rain is a fucking great yeah, album. album right you know or you sexy motherfucker <laughs> like I, he has some really great songs he's got balls and he shows them like, every yeah. time like it's just like he you know puts himself out there he's like I'm I'm a creative genius I'm gonna go out there I mean. I would say at her heyday, Madonna was too. Yeah. Like the people who went out there who changed the way you saw things or, or felt about things. Nowadays, maybe they're out there. I don't know because I'm already past that point where I'm influenced by other things. Yeah. Like now I feel like I'm older. I should be helping influence others. Yeah. Like I don't, you know, as as goofy as that sounds, but I I just kind of feel like I I want to pass this, pass my knowledge on to somebody because I've at this point seen it all, right. done it all. I've experienced it one shape. I mean, maybe not personally, mm. but I've seen something like that come by. Mm. Like, I've seen a million Justin Bieber's in my life. I've seen a lot, a million One Directions in my life. Yeah, starting with the Beatles. Like, right, you yeah, know, yeah. Like boy bands are a dime a dozen. dozen. Yeah. To me, to a thirteen-year-old girl, One Direction is brand spanking brand spankin new. Yep. I don't know who that old band. I don't know who InSync is. That's the band my mom listens to. Yeah, I'm like, really? Well, that's great. But your mom used to listen to them. I used to listen to, oh, Backstreet Boys. Or before that, it would be the Beatles. I'm trying to think of other boy bands. Menudo, in the, Menudo in the yeah. 70s and the 80s. Like boy bands have always been around. Yeah, you know what? But to somebody, that boy band that's hitting the streets right now is someone's main influence. Mm-hmm. Like. And you know, and now I'm so far gone from that movie. So maybe that's the reason why, at, at, in my 40s, I don't listen to new music is because I'm not inspired by it anymore. Right. I'm like, yeah, all right, it's music. I'll tap my fingers. I mean, yeah, sure, I can, like the Taylor Swift, you know, shake it up, shake. or like you know what I heard today to really kind of sum it up. Call me maybe was playing at Wawa, <laughs> and I'm tapping, and it's stuck in my head a little bit. So like those songs get stuck in my head, but I'm not going like. Like I'm not turning off the radio when I yeah. hear it, but I'm also not like blaring it in my car, going, "Oh my god, call me baby is the shit, shake <laughs> it, shake it, shake it off, shake it, shake it, shake it off." Call me baby. Hey, I just met you. Hey, this crazy. Here's my number. Call me baby. You know, it's just not. It's not there anymore. I'm, yeah. I'm like. Eh, I'll call you whenever. Like, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's kind of. I, I found the int- article interesting, and I'm yeah. always like, I, like I'm kind of always curious, like like new bands who are trying to be make it out yeah. in the world. I'm always just like, you know what? You got a tough road ahead of you, because we don't live in a world where you, that kind of music gets enough airplay. Like in order to, in order to find the next Metallica, you actually have to almost go underground at this point. Again, yeah, you're gonna have to go to internet radio. Well, that's like the I, thing, though. I mean, there, there's more there's more avenues now. I mean, there's, yeah, there's, there's more avenues, but that also makes like, it harder to get the the the. I'm gonna say like when I'm in a band, obviously you want a band, you want to have your music sold out to the world, you want to be rich, famous, drive fancy cars, get lots of pussy. Right. Problem is, it's also a job. And in order to do that job, you got to put in those hours. And if you're going to be, you either a and, musician, and it's, it's it's a long, yeah. it's a long road. You're either That's a musician. A tough road. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Everybody's, oh, I pick up a guitar, learn how to play. You got to play for hours. Yeah. It's it's hours every day. It's not like oh, I you know in three hours I learned how to play guitar. 
No, not even close. Right, it's going to be months and months of you constantly bre- breaking your fingers and, and, and yeah, bleeding, bleeding and uh, you know bleeding for your thing because this is what you really want to do. You can't do it on the weekends, and, and you can't. It's not you know it's not a weekend job. It's every day, every night, playing every night for hours on end, three to four hours a night every night, and then finding other individuals. That agree with you in terms uh-huh. of it. that is a big, big, <laughs> big uphill battle <clears throat> because you know you have an idea in your head how your band wants to go and it's the right way, right? But there's four other guys there's who think their the vision's right. the right way, exactly. And you know, and some you can get to agree with you, and that's the thing. Like some bands, it's like it's it gets close, and you and, and you and you write a song, you know, and a lot of times one member of the band is a songwriter, or maybe you're all songwriters, and you. Okay, we'll do your work, song. With- work for Kiss. Right. And then everybody gets a chance to do it. But the thing is, is after a while, you know, you go, well, my song should be the first song heard on the stage. Right. and blah, blah. So egos start getting involved. Right. And that's the thing. And then after all that, and when you get all that done, and then you're playing these stages, and then, of course, now you have to get an audience. And back in the day, there was no internet. There was no putting up a website and, or, or putting up uh, going to Spotify. Yeah, or, hey, or, you know, listen to my band dot com. <laughs> yeah, it's like stuff like that. And that, you know, like GarageBand.com you can go to and download you know, independent music. It was never like that. You had to literally go to bars and hand out CDs and, and yeah. T-shirts, and you know, oh, we're gonna play this bar next week. You know, you gotta be here, blah blah blah. And like after a while, maybe people would go and see you, and then. Eventually, record producers get like the buzz going. These guys are going to these bars and selling out, and that's hopefully you know the next step. And then you get this low end, you know, and it's like. But you... then, but then you have is somebody gets a, a million hits on vi- like how Justin Bieber was right exactly now. Like now, you go to YouTube. I could write a song, perform it, and if if it's if it's great and people like it, all of a sudden I get a million views. Then all of a sudden now people are like going. We should sign this kid, you know, right. sign this guy. Or and or they go, oh, yeah, my God, it's a great song, but that's what you look like? Yeah. Like, I can guarantee you that if 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 YouTube and MTV was around the 70s, Joe Cocker never would have been would have been allowed to play ever. Wow. Yeah, you're right. You I know, I would say that, uh, recall it, Led Zeppelin probably wouldn't have been on air. Like, they're really? not. Okay, maybe Led Zeppelin. We call it I, Mamas and Papas. Wouldn't Mamas, Papas, and Papas. Abba probably wouldn't. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. the big bands of the seventies. Yeah, they they don't have the look. Oh, they're right. they're they're singers. You know, we're Frank Zappa probably never would have gotten airplay. Yeah, if he looked like if if he came into the scene today. Yeah, they would go, oh my god, what who the fuck is that guy? He's the big handlebar mustache, the hair, what the fuck? Well, like, of course, today's with today's youth. <laughs> Well, today's youth, yeah, but he I'm might just, actually fit in. You know, he might be the next underground underground band, but there are, I think, artists out there that Justin Bieber became popular because he's a cute kid. Yeah, you know, for a lesbian. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just kind of like. I feel like we we're so we live in that age where oh, you shouldn't you body type, body type, body type. But you know what? That body type sells a million records. Yeah, that body type sells gets a million hits on YouTube. Well, look at Millie Vanilli. I mean, they lip sync their way, uh-huh. you know, because they, they look- had the look, and they, you know, and they won a Grammy. You exactly. Know? And then, of course, you know, we know everybody has a story. About or what do you call it? Here's another example. Um, the CNC Music Factory. Yeah. The woman who did the, you know, work, work, everybody dance now. The girl in the video yeah. is not, who's lip singing it on the video is not the girl who sings it. 
Oh, really? You never knew that? No. Yeah. Completely different singer. They because I think she's a heavier a heavier woman. Yeah. But they got the thinner hot chick yeah. to be the you know you got work whatever you know yeah. that kind of thing. So it, it's like it's all image. So you're just kind of like eh, all right you know I think it's I think it's harder for I like remember there's a big controversy because Gene Simmons said rock was dead kind of thing. Mm. I don't think it's dead. I think it's mortally wounded. I think it's able to come back if we found better avenues to be able to try to get the word out mm. because MTV is not doing it. YouTube could probably do it. Word of mouth, sorry. As much as you want to go to your bars every other weekend or every weekend to play in front of 100 impossible. people, it's, you're impossible. Yeah. You need other avenues. You need a website. You need a demo tape on iTunes. You need a demo tape on your internet. Yeah. Like You need to realize that you got to give out a lot of free shit before someone goes, I'll buy a ticket to that show. And, and then also, too, it's it's not just playing music, too. You've got to be a showman. You've got to you've got yeah. to you've got to go up there and become this uh, do a, like you a, a rock god, a god, right? And you got to do like crazy shit. And that's just like you know, like a lot of people, like you know, like the back of the sixties. John Lennon used to wear a toilet seat on his neck, you know, back in, when he was really? in Germany. Yeah, I didn't know that because he, he wanted to get crowds to come in because I look how crazy he was yeah. and this stuff like that. And there was other bands that did that. I mean, like Jimi Hendrix. He what do you call Iggy Pop? Iggy Pop or um, uh, what was Gigi uh, Gigi Allen? Nirvana, yeah, biggest one. They oh, would smash yeah. their instruments, and people would, people would be appalled. But everybody talked about everybody it. Talked about everybody talked about the next day. Uh, yep, yeah. you know whether whether they hated the music or liked the music, they <laughs> would talk about Nirvana. Yeah, know? and that was the, that remember, was the that I, was the message. I remember watching them on MTV and they smashed the thing. I'm just going. My first thing, I was what, probably in my twenties, maybe. Yeah. When they first came on the scene, I was like, "Why the fuck are they so angry?" Like, yeah. I mean, like, I plus I also am being a child of the '80s. You know, to me, it was like. This music's so angry. Like, <laughs> but then after I started getting to him, going like, you know what? Yeah, it is angry because now I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of feel that anger in me because of who I am as an adult. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, you know what I mean? Hey, look, here comes Marilyn Manson. You know, the beautiful people. I'm like, all right, you know what? This is hitting me on a different level. Yeah. Like and nowadays, I'm like, I, I don't think there's a new band out there that I'm going. I want to buy their album. Yeah. Like I didn't even buy Manson's new album last. You know, I like one couple of songs, but we live in a world where. I don't have to buy an entire album. I can buy a song. Yeah. Dollars, dollar twenty nine on iTunes. I go, I got a song that I liked. Yeah. You know, I'll sample the rest of the album, but I'm like, eh, you know what? Yeah. You know, we're all fine. So I'll, you know, Napster, I don't think killed the industry. I think it made the industry have to think differently. Yeah. You know, but it, yeah, it's not the standard anymore of going to a record yeah. store and picking up a tape or CD or whatever, yeah. you know, and, and getting it that way. Now there's, so many other ways to do it, you know, and I, I and Napster was just the first way. I'm, look, yeah, I'm looking at my iPod real quick because I'm curious to see what kind. Of, like I think it used to give me a, uh, like like how many. Yeah, I can't see it. All right, it doesn't matter. It used to be this. Um, okay, you know what? Here, well, in this, in this playlist, mm-hmm. uh, just do this. And we'll wrap and we'll take another like, break here, unless you got something else to add. No, I, just, I was hey. thinking of the release this week. We'll do that next hour. No, no, we could do that. Okay. And like my right now, my playlist is 195 songs. Mm-hmm. If I, you know, that's like a, 12 hours of, of content. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, all right, but after that, what's, you know, I'll just play it again. I have like, yeah. I, I have, I think my iTunes account has like maybe three days worth of music that I listen to. Yeah. Like that I barely listen to yeah. apparently because I only got 100 and 200 here. Like, you know, it's <laughs> like, eh. So, all right, well, I thought the interest, article was very interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we got to air our 
You know, you know, kids today don't appreciate yeah. things. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> now let's go see what's coming out in Blu-ray and DVD. And take it away. Oh, my back. Fifty Shades of Grey unrated edition. You're shitting me. No, no, it's coming out unrated. I don't know how fucking thing they unrated. I, but... I called that shit back when it's like because when there was always was it rated R. I yeah. think. I'm like, hey, you know, because there was a controversy whether or not it was going to be NC-17 or R. Yeah. And I think if you go back to that show, I'm like, you know what? It'll be R, so that way they can get sales for the unrated edition. Yeah. Which will have like 10 seconds more of something. All right. The Academy Animated Selma is also coming out. Oh, okay. Uh, black or white? Michael Jackson video? I have no idea. Of course, I don't have the computer in front of me, oh, so I let's can't see if I can, uh... bring it up. Hopefully, it comes back up. Let's see if. Uh... Oh, 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 it's the uh, it's the Kevin Costner film. Oh, okay, yeah, where he's uh, he, uh, he's the grandfather of an African American girl. Yes, and her family dies, and mm. her father tries to come back into play, but yes. he's a drug dealer, or alcoholic, or something. Yes. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, yeah. <gasps> Sorry, I saw something coming on TV, Blu-ray, that I'm like, I have to get that. <laughs> Okay, what else you got? Uh, Duel is coming out, the first <clears throat> full-length movie from Steven Spielberg. Okay, that is the classic um, Maximum Overdrive is an homage to this movie. Yes. This Oh, this is a little fun fact. This is the uh, possessed 16-wheeler chasing after a guy's movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yes. Here's the thing. Here's a little fun fact. At the end of the movie, spoiler, thing goes off a cliff. And it makes us groan as it's going off a cliff, I think. Spielberg used that same sound clip in Jaws after the shark blown blew up and it was sinking down. That that's the same sound he used in he, he took from Duel as an homage to his to himself. All right, look, trivia pursuit night. Yeah. All right, what else? Godfellas twenty fifth anniversary edition is coming out. Who? Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Yeah. Said Godfellas. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like Godfellas. Hey, it's me, a God. Hey, what's up? <laughs> I took an O out. <laughs> you don't ever take a no out in God. <laughs> Unless it's oh God. <laughs> okay, what else? Clint Eastwood, the Universal Pictures 7 movie collection. Ooh, what are those movies? Do you know? Uh, Two Mules for Sister Sarah, Joe Kidd, High Plains Drifter, Kogan's Co- Bluff. I had, a, had a to go back in that one. The... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bug Guild playing Misty for me and the Elgar okay, so, Sanction. So far, two of those movies are the only only two movies I've ever heard of his. I, I play, play Stripper and play Misty for me. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't see two movies for Sarah, Sister Sarah? No. Yeah. No, play Misty for me. Uh, the reason why I know this movie is because it is my mom's, when she was alive, the movie she hated of all time. She hated this movie, I think, even more than she hated Planet of the Apes. Wow. And and it was it, for those people who don't know, it's about a stalker, a chick stalking a di- disc jockey. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, and the big song was "Play Misty for Me" was the name of the song that this girl always wanted him to play. Yeah. And then eventually she becomes like the psychotic psych stalker. That's right. Which and for its time in the seventies was kind of ahead About of its time. Time, right? Yeah. You know, I would say it would probably be the very first stalker movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember my mom, my dad saying my mom. Really hated that movie. Like, hated, hated, hated that movie. And I'm like, oh, okay. I know she she hated you know Planet of the Apes, but right. it was my mom's favorite movie. No, I think it was her hated, most hated movie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, why? Well, yeah, okay. Anyway, all right. Sorry. What else you got? 
Uh, Terminator is coming out again in Blu-ray, the original Terminator movie. Of course. You know why? Because we got Terminator Genesis, Genesis coming, coming out. out. That's right. we got to sell, sell, sell. The next is uh, Mad Max Collector's Editions coming out. The original Max, Mad Max, uh, Mel Gibson. I know who's in Mad Max. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling the audience that because um, they don't know. Collector's Edition. I'm going to have to take a look at that one because I'm always – because we were – there's a Mad Max – special edition and there's the man max box set yeah and i matched it up the stuff that's in that box set it's man max the road warrior and man max beyond thunder right i was like oh my god that's a great set that's packed found out it's just the movies that man max stand with standalone man max um collector's edition collector's edition had a shit ton of stuff um but this looks like uh, i'm gonna this looks like it's the uh, shop factory version huh uh, yeah, it doesn't really give it too much on extras. Special features. I had new interviews with Mel Gibson, Joanne Samuel, and director of photography David Egby. Audio commentary by art director uh, Mel Gibson. The birth of the birth of a superhero superstar featurette. Man Max, the film phenomenon featurette. Original theatrical trailers and spots. Photo galleries contains both the original Australian English audio and English dubbed audio. All right. Yeah. All right. Mm, sounds interesting. It's definitely, I, I, yeah, Studio Shot Factory. I could tell by the cover. All right. Yeah, all right. All right, cool. Uh, next, I think these are movies that I think are out on Blu-ray already, but for some reason, I guess they got repackaged. And, or, okay. You know, what could they, be like anniversary editions? Or 1941 first? is uh, the one of them. Uh, could be an anniversary of some sort. Yeah. Um, Munich is coming out on Blu-ray. I mean, I, okay. I, I could have sworn that's been out already, but all right. <clears throat> Probably. Uh, Showgirls, the 1995. Yes, that yes. is definitely out, but definitely it's. You also a new, another new movie that you didn't mention, Black Sea. Okay, that's only reason why I'm seeing it. it's, it's Jude Law. It's a Russian uh, submarine movie. I didn't see it. Oh, I didn't see it. Well, I didn't see it either. I'm just saying, I'm seeing it. Right I didn't even see it in theater. Right. Uh, the commercials. Okay. It. Anyway, uh, Showgirls, uh, Red Dawn, the 1984 version is coming out on Blu-ray. Okay, which I had on Blu-ray. Uh, Roadhouse is coming out. Okay. The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. That, okay, I'm glad you had them because that would be my pick of the week. All right. I love this movie. I First time on Blu-ray, I believe. Is it? Yes. Okay. I, I am picking that up because I actually had it on video cassette. Nice. That's how much I like this movie. I don't know why. I don't know why. It just, it, it, I've always, always laugh every time I watch it. So that is a keeper. That's my pick of the week. All right. What else you got? Uh, the TV series from AMC, Halt and Catch Fire, is coming out. Oh, okay. That's now on uh, um, Netflix. Is it? Yeah, the first season. All right. Well, the season first... two is coming out oh, this okay. summer, so uh, that's probably where they're gearing up for that. All right. Uh, Masters of Sex season two is coming out. <clears throat> okay. Uh, White Collar, the complete series is coming Get out. Get out of here. No. Where is that? Let's scroll down further on the list. There's the, there's one of them. So there's oh, somewhere there. There it is. No, you know what? Here's, here's the thing. As you know, I've been trying to catch up with White Collar. Yeah. I always thought there were five seasons. There was actually six seasons. I did not know that because I did, obviously didn't see the last season. Yeah. Because it's only like six or seven episodes. So I only five seasons are on Netflix. So I'm like, how the fuck am I going to see the last and final season? Because I'm already. Well, this Tuesday. Now you can. I, I, which I'm kind of hoping that means it should be. On Netflix eventually. Eventually. Yeah. But I mean, I'll be up to season five. Like I'm almost done season four. And I'm like, I'm never going to know how. I'll probably have to see if it's on, on on demand or something. But now that I see that it's coming out, I might I might have to go pick that up. Just All like right. 
And I also like the show, so I'm the whole complete collection. Yeah, might not be a bad idea. Okay, for me to pick up. Uh, but that's just me. How much? Right. Is, how much is it going for? How much is it going for, Ed? It's only going for a hundred dollars. Eh, that's not bad. Yeah, hundred bucks, six seasons. It's uh, eighty-one episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. You well, know, okay. I'm gonna see what kind of. Uh, I wonder what kind of special. A little over a dollar an episode. That is a good way of looking at it, yeah. Ed. Thank you for justifying me showing at a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> So here's another complete series coming out. Parenthood, the complete series, is coming out. Yeah. Fugitive, the complete series, is coming out. All right, all right. And Cheers, the complete series. Finally! Yes. How much is that puppy going for? Oh, wait, let me guess. Um, Cheers, 11, I've been on it for 11 years. 20 episodes, 22 episodes a season. That's... Uh, well, here it has how many episodes it is. How many episodes? 270. 270 episodes. I'm gonna go, but it's an old, it's an older show. Might not be popular anymore. I'm gonna go. I want to say two hundred dollars. I want to say one. I was gonna say one ninety nine ninety nine, but you know, it is. Survey says seventy five bucks. Damn! Holy crap! Wow, and that's on Amazon too. Just so you know, list price is one hundred and thirty dollars. That's like. That is that right there is eleven years of my fucking teenage years. Yes, that is my whole, that is my eighties right there. Yep. <laughs> what's going on, Mister Peterson? No, no, it's what's going in, Mister Peterson. <laughs> How you feeling, Mister Peterson? Poor Woody. Oh, I'm sorry, no, 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 no. poor. <laughs> or where the ultimate line: women can't live with them. Pass the beer yeah. nuts. <laughs> that that seventy five dollars. Sold American rate. <laughs> All I need now is the uh, what we call it, complete night court, and I'm in. <laughs> so in. You will not have to see me in like a month. I will just give me night court and give me cheers. I already have moonlighting. The whole series on moonlighting. My 80s is complete. I keep thinking about getting the Cosby Show, just because it's Cosby. Sooner or later, those those discs will be burned. Burn right. Family ties, eh? Not so much. Um, I wasn't a I wasn't a facts of life kind of guy, uh-huh. so I'm like, eh. that was more seventies though. But seventies, <clears throat> early eighties, different yeah. strokes. You yeah. know, I remember as a kid we saw the re, the, the, you know, but uh, yeah, ooh, seventy five dollars for Cheers. My birthday's next week. <laughs> <laughs> every time, every time something like, my birthday's coming up. Oh, Comic Con, <laughs> birthday's yeah, coming ne- up. Ne- this month is going to be a weird month for me because, like I said, next week is. Not only my birthday, but also my nephew Lo- Lucas's birthday. It's one year birthday, but it's Comic Con weekend, so uh, you know, like I'm going to be at Comic Con. Yeah, like Ed, I know you're not going to be there. Yeah, I'm going to be. You look for me wandering around, going, "I'm looking. I'm from Geeksters." No, I'm just going in, going to do what I need to do. Like I'm, like uh, Friday, going to get there early so I can get my weekend pass. Going to go for Kevin Conroy. For, that's the first thing, and probably first and only thing I'm going to do for Friday, Saturday. Burt Reynolds. Maybe Stephen Mel, uh, Katie Cassidy. I don't know. Like I don't know. Just it's... see how it goes. Got to play the play. But you definitely roll the dice and see how it goes. Next week, I'm going to have a chock full of fun telling you about my adventures for the weekend. That's right. All right. To finish off the release of the week here, Yu-Gi-Oh! Zaxel season one is coming out. Yu-Gi-Oh! And Pokemon Adventures in the Orange Poke Islands, who? the complete collection. Poke what? Pokemon. Poke who? And to finish it off. 
Pink Panther Fan Favorites Cartoon Collection. <coughs> wow. Okay. All right. Uh, and that is all for the movies and television and for releases of the week. For anybody who cares, um, there's a Raging Bull Blu-ray coming out. You might be overseas, though. Okay. Uh, get Shorty and Be Cool 2-pack. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going through, like, going, all right. Sergi Leone Anthology. Now, this is the um, movies of Sergi Leone, which are mostly Clint Eastwood movies. Okay. Um, well, they don't tell you what fucking number of discs won. Huh. Huh. Oh, it's a fistful of dollars for a few dollars more, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and duck, you sucker. That, I got to be honest, uh, I have those three in the Man With No Name trilogy. Yeah. So... Um, there you go. All right. That looks like it for the movies. Yep. You got anything coming out in video game? I got one video game. Okay. What video game? Oh, crap. It's a. It's one of those uh, Shin oh. Megami Tensile Devil Survivor Two. Oh, here you Record go. Record Breaker by Atlas for 3DS. Here you go. Let me see if I can. Uh, uh, Shin Megami Tensi. Yeah, Devil Survivor Two. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It's a 3DS game. Yes. All right. I do have a quick, real quick uh, review, and then we'll go break. Okay. Um, it's the Golf Club uh, Championship Edition. Oh, yeah. Uh, everyone knows it's a video game. I'm looking forward to the PGA Tour game coming out at the end of June. Um, but this one came out early. It's like a 40-buck game. Mm-hmm. It's all right. It's fun. It's a nice time killer. A little frustrating. I did kind of rage quit a couple times. <laughs> it's fun. I rage quit this more than I've rage quitted Mortal Kombat. All right. So uh, it's fun if you like golf. All right. But uh, you can kind of pass. If you want to wait, wait till the PGA Tour comes out at the end of June, which you'll have my review on that because I pre-ordered that fucker. Can't wait <laughs> to play that. All right. So uh, we'll take a break, quick break, come back, get some nerd news in. Sounds awesome. All right. We'll be right back, folks. And we're back, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> And uh, there's a long gap between episodes, between parts here that we usually record. So I think Ed lost his mojo. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's part two. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, I hope you uh, laughed. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to be nice here. I you know. Yeah. Like I just want like, like you know what, Sean? You said everything you had to say in the beginning. Just wrap it up. Be be, be professional. All right. All right. So for once. Yeah. God damn it, Sean! Be professional for once. You god damn pathetic life i'm sorry sir i'm just gonna go my whole day just sulk about it uh so uh yeah so tune in for part three where we bring you nerd news mm-hmm. um and i bring you it does a couple nerd news articles mm-hmm. talk about that but i think the meat of the episode would be there towards the end where we talk about uh josh trask transk the director of <laughs> Fantastic Four getting fired, shit can, shit can from the Star Wars movies, yeah. and why? Yeah, you know, so it's a real high bo- opener. Are you just saying that, or are you just like I? You know, again, knowing this kind of makes me now like. We'll discuss it in, in part three. Until then, if you want to catch the show live, you can do so on Sunday nights from six p.m. to nine thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and Tuned In. Just search for Aquanet Radio in his apps. And iHeartRadio. Yeah, just search for Aquanet Radio in that. <laughs> and if you want to, uh, if you can, do us a solid. Go to Facebook, type in Geeksters Radio, and give our Geeksters Facebook page a like. While you're there, click the About button so you can tell your friends where they can find our show to download. Besides just wordswithgeeks.com 
and iTunes. Yes, you can also follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at Radio. And if you have anything you want to say to Ed, <laughs> you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. If you want to talk to Sean, just contact him at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Erica, you can contact her at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. And we'll see you in part three. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was scared. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.